the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 131 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. And I'm Chris. And here we are in the garage, <laughs> about to do a podcast. If you haven't checked us out on Facebook, you should. We did a little bit of a live video before the podcast. So that'll be on Wednesday, uh, the 17th. Yep, check that out. We're hoping to do that before the podcast when we're recording at night, when people got nothing better to do. Then join us, Chris with a Kingfisher beer. Uh, some random quiz card that makes them laugh too much, and some effects that we're playing with on Facebook. Yeah, because that's the best part about Facebook, right? That's the Although, best. let's let's talk about that for a second. So, Facebook's coming out with what? Facebook TV? Yeah, apparently they're bringing out a TV thing in June or July. I don't know who's getting it first. I doubt it'll be us. Now, they do test a lot of new things with us in New Zealand. Yeah, but we're quite a small market for television slash. Yeah, so I think I think they test um, interactive stuff with us quicker because it's a smaller market. But when it's something that they've got to roll out and show real numbers scale out, they won't test it with us. I don't think. Um, that's my opinion. Yeah, so I'm not 100% sure what they're going to show. But yeah, when you mentioned uh, Facebook TV to me, I assumed it was like a uh, a YouTube thing where you upload stuff. But it's more like a Netflix thing where they're providing like content. good content, like real yeah, yeah. pro so, content. I don't know. They've got the money to do it, I guess. They do. And, and Netflix is making money, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, people pay subscriptions and then share it with everyone they know because they're amazing people like that. Um, and I suppose they make money from that. Yeah, uh, they must do. Well, I mean, Facebook makes money now too, which is good because, you know, if you've got fans... You can talk to one of them, but if you want to talk to more of them, you have to advertise it and boost your post. Oh, adver- yeah, it's terrible. Advertising's the way to go. They want all your money. Um, well, that's, you know, they spent a, lo- a lot of time and effort building it. They've got to monetize it sometime. Yeah, yeah, it's just a pain. Hey, did you. Speaking th- of which, we- did we talk about Silicon Valley's new season? Yes, we have, Chris. Okay. All right. I'll just have another Kingfisher. Carry on. Keep going, Chris. Uh, did you know MP3 audio format officially terminated today? What do you mean by officially terminated? Exactly. Let's freak out and create this clickbait headline, which makes no sense, and then delve into it, and then it's just like, who cares? So the patent for MP3 has expired from the weirdo people that owned it. Oh, really? Now, to put things in perspective, the GIF format, which has been around forever and is still around, uh, got terminated in uh, media speak uh, 10 years ago. All right. So, so the way it, it was talking... no impact. No, the way they were talking, it was like, oh, it's the end of the thing and rah, rah, rah. End of an era. Except every single device in the world is using it. Um, and so I think, I don't know, maybe it'll be more open source now. Who knows? I don't even so, know... So places like Lame, what was it, their program Lame, whatever it was, that encoded in my MP3 play. <laughs> MP3 stuff that that's paid a royalty, really? I assume so. It all seems rather weird. Um, I can't remember everything. I can't imagine the amount of things that I've turned into MP3s. I know I've never paid a royalty for that crap, uh, and I've used free software to do it. Audacity encodes yeah. it into MP3. So that's exactly what this podcast gets turned into. Exactly. I so, it, so I don't know. It just seems bizarre. 
Yeah, who 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 got revenue? Was there any revenue? I own the pod uh, the the freaking patent for MP3s. Um, buy me a beer? <laughs> like, what What the hell? Yeah, so... Anyway, that's cool. Um, if you do own the... Po- or did own the podcast... Uh, the, the patent for MP3s and you let us all use it, um, I really will buy a beer. I've got a, a, a box of Kingfisher here. Um, so if you pop round, I'll, um, I'll, I'll share one with you. He'll give you one. No, I'll share one with him. <laughs> it's only MP3, bro. <laughs> yeah, true. And they're big bottles. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll give him a whole one. There you go. It's how generous I am. Uh, the other thing that's been happening in the technology world is the old WannaCry ransomware. Is that what it's called? WannaCry. Yeah, Wanna- WannaCry. It took out, um, been in, infected 99 different countries, health boards, uh, FedEx. It's, it's a pandemic of a of a software virus, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah. FedEx, FedEx in Spain got infected and all this. Oh, wow. Um, so that's what happened. Windows, because a lot of these people are running really old systems like XP, um, Windows, um, sorry, Microsoft came to the party and said, hey, here's the fix for XP. Like, we don't support all these old systems. It was XP's Windows 8 and one of their network servers. Yep. And they said, but here's the patch. So they came to the party for that. Yeah. Uh, and some guy, some random 22-year-old security expert in the UK has slowed it down a little bit because he went into a version of it. So it's not everything. It's just the version that he managed to see. And it was trying to get to some real gobbledygook website that made no sense. Uh, So he looked it up and he realized he could buy the domain for £8. So he did. And that caused it to initiate its kill switch. And it started slowing down. So it went to go to that website. The website was there, so it just died. Yeah, but that's, that, awesome. but that's just one variation, and yeah, yeah. they've obviously changed it, and it's probably still going around the world. So make sure you're up to date. Um, so Windows 10 has no issues? No, apparently not. Good, good, but good, good, good. You can never be too sure about that. Do you remember episode 10 of the podcast, Chris? Like it was yesterday. No, yeah, tell no, us all about it. I have it. no clue. Whatever. <laughs> okay, check out the Chris and Sam podcast.com. Go to episode 10 on the website. I know you want to. Now, there's a photo on there, and it was the best restaurant in Hamilton to survive a zombie apocalypse. If you remember that, I went there once, and there was a whole bunch of weapons. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's been sold since. Yes, there's a whole bunch of weapons everywhere. It was for And I never went, because I always meant to, I know. And they probably didn't do vegetarian food, to be honest. Um, And it was for sale for a long time. It was auction, sale, auction, and it went through all these different real estate agencies, and it's finally sold. And what is it now, Chris? Going to be a freaking daycare center. Oh, you're kidding me. Because that, to me, there's a couple of things that keep cropping up. Daycare centers are the new cash grab for a business in New Zealand. I tell you what, um, we have a um, contract with a nationwide... Um, uh, when I say we, I'm talking about Gilmore's. Ow! Cat's yep. trying to climb up my lap. Um, it's a wet too. Ah, I've I've always complained about wet pussy on my lap. Um, but yeah, it's always about animals. Yeah, like real yeah. life cats, yeah, not cause, humans. Because that'll never happen. Um, so as long, as long as we're all clear on that, that's good. <laughs> yeah, thanks for rubbing it in. Um, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. So. 
What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So we, nationwide we, we've got a chain nationwide of, chain of uh, daycare centres that we supply, supply to. And, yeah, they, they spend money, you know. So yeah. they spend money because they're obviously making money. Well, so you get the – a lot of them have the 20 or 30 hours free early childhood education for kids. They get funding from the government and sort of taken to a child – Oh, actually, my ex is a daycare um, worker, so she knows all the stuff that's going on. But the more qualified teachers they have, the more money they get. And it's every three or four months they get a big sack full of money from the government. So these people will open multiple daycare centres. People will open daycare centres that know nothing about children. They've just got some money. Um, There's one at Ebbets next to the fire station. That's a big daycare centre now. Oh, really? on, On the other side. So it's... Uh, Ebbets, where the tyre place No, no, Ebbets, Bow Repairs, Fire Station, next one along, which was like Photon oh. or something. Oh, yeah, it was a, um, it was a car. It was a car, car place. place. Before, yeah, something Suzuki with cars. Oh, went, Wingers. Way back, yeah. Wingers, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So that's a big daycare centre. The other thing that's cropping up, and I want to know if you've been noticing this, because I have, and I find it bizarre, and I don't know if it's a Hamilton thing or if it's around the country. Jeremy, let us know if it's happening in Christchurch. There's a lot more barbershops opening up. Yeah, there's a new and one on the way to the gym, and it's pretty flash-looking. They're all, and they're hipster as hell with their big beards. They're and their all hipster check, as hell. Check there's, shirts. Um, Melville's got one that used to be a bike shop. There's two new ones, I think, on Gray Street alone. There's, there's a one new up- one in um, Alexandra Street as well. Um, there's that new one in, in Victoria Street that I, I first noticed going to the gym this week. I went to the gym, just saying. Three times on uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Good and story. I can, and I can walk again Good now. Story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so they do charge a ton of money. So you're looking at 30, 40 bucks or whatever for a haircut. I know. But See, they always. How seem- much do you pay for a haircut? Oh, as little as possible because I just don't care. Yeah, so same. So I go. I, to I be honest, go generally once every two or three months, and, but I might go before I go to LA. And I go to the this one Asian dude, yeah. get a clipper cut, and it costs ten bucks. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't really justify paying more than maybe fifteen for a haircut. I just can't. I just I think last time I went, it was seventeen. I got away with seventeen. Yeah, but they just keep every every place seems to be just cranking their prices up a bit. But is there? A, I is, just go in and go number two. And yeah, I mean, I I yeah, I don't get the old um, trimmer buzz buzz, but um, used to like all the way up until I was probably twenty. Yeah, see, I used to have long hair. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> but uh, is there an influx of barbers, or what's the deal? I assume they're renting out the chairs, and they're like independent yeah. contractors, but some of them seem real. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. So um, I just find it bizarre. Do you remember the, what was that blonde chick that was on TV? And that narrows it down. I remember her fondly. Carry no, on. Um, she, she's a barber, and it's a reality TV show, and she'd go into barbers and turn them around and stuff, and I Are really liked it. making this up? No, no. I've never heard of it. American? Yeah, American. Okay. Um, I've forgotten the name. I, I used to watch it all the series. time. Oh, it was. It was a big one. And I, I watched it all the time. So for a while, I was thinking about doing marketing for beauty salons and hairdressers and that sort of thing. I remember that conversation. Yeah. So I used to watch all her shows and take notes. Like, um, But yeah, As it, it's does. such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bit of a nerd on that sort of stuff. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just find it interesting. Here in Hamilton, we've got this huge boom of barbers, men's and barbers. De- and daycare centres. Oh, well, daycare centres is everywhere. Yeah. Because that's just 
Yeah. So anyway, the um, zombie apocalypse um, restaurant. Um, it's going to be a daycare centre. So I take it they're going to get the battle axes off the wall then? I assume they've gone. Um, but not every daycare centre is created equal. There are some very, very terrible ones out there. Uh, my ex is currently working at one, and <laughs> they're really, really good. But uh, the story I got this morning was all the workers were upset because she hung out with some of the workers on the weekend, but not the others, and they started bitching and moaning about it. And these are women in their 30s. They then started crying about it, like literally crying. So you, you have a lot of... You have a short amount of patience for people whinging and crying and moaning. Um, I do. Either at work or on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's... Oh, don't get me started on Twitter. <laughs> well, that really was the point. There's... there's <laughs> I, I, I'm fine with people having... So, no, let, let's go back a okay. bit. Sam is one of the first people on Twitter... In New Zealand, like pretty much, right? No, no. Oh, I'd say within, you know. within the first couple of thousand. Maybe, I'm not sure. Yeah, pretty much. And so you've had a long uh, and, and illustrious career with Twitter. It has waned very much yeah, in the last um, four or five years, probably. Not on it very much. Yeah. But he also, but you still have a lot of friends still there, like a lot of connections. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I check yeah. in most days, just have a quick look. Um, but... There, but it's got a bit pantified. Yeah, there seems, there seems to be. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it properly or what the deal is. But there seems to be a lot of circle jerking going on with people that have issues. So one person will say, um, "I've got a mental health problem," which is fine. That's good. They're talking about it. Got no problems with that. Um, and then the next thing, there's twenty other people that are having a bad day. And they're and then all they trying all, to outdo each yeah, other? I, yeah. It, I think that's what's happening. And they start all retweeting and stuff. And it's all quite... They're all quite nice to each other and stuff, talking about all their problems. Um, but it just seems to be going bigger and bigger. And every time I log on, within the first 20 tweets I look at, there's someone with some issue going on. And if it's not mental health issues, it's they're getting, they've decided to get divorced or just some random stuff. Yeah. Um, do you think that maybe that's a sign of age? And I don't mean just your age, but I mean everybody's grown up with Twitter, right? So when they started with Twitter 10 years ago, five years ago, yeah. they were a certain age. And now they're old and they're sad and they're like me and all this shit happens to them. I don't know. Like, I, I'm really... <laughs> I, got, I got divorced before Twitter, so that's all good. You're all good. Yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine that. Um, that'd be a great train wreck just to keep track on. Holy crap, what? what? Hashtag uh, Chris's marriage is over or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I'm keep I Cheating bitch. To be honest. Hashtag cheating bitch. Really? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought yeah. you just broke up. No, no, no. Oh, there we go. Podcast <laughs> listeners, uh, we all learned something about Chris. Uh, yeah, yeah. How did you... Oh, I have so many questions now. <laughs> Shit. Um, how did you find out? Did you catch him in the act? Or did, did, was, no, there, was there weird stuff going on and you're like, what's going there on There was here? weird stuff going on. She sort of, uh, we, we did the, the breakup thing was a bit of a surprise. So um, This is when you ended up living with her mum's place. Eh? Yeah. So her, her mum came around one day. Oh, her mum came around, you know, visiting us or, or we visited her. I forget where, where we were at the time. She goes, oh, on the weekend I've got a big um, 
because she had a couple of acres and she's right into her roses. She goes, I've got a truck, like a literally a dump truck okay. full of bark coming to drop on the roses, rose yep. beds and all that, right? Um, so the kids are coming and give me a hand. So she, um, Ellen, my ex, had uh, a couple of brothers and a couple of sisters, but the brothers were going to come around and- um, Spread out the bark. Yeah, spread out the bark. So I said, oh, yeah, I can help out. And, and oh, no, actually, I didn't say anything. You Ellen got- spoke first and she goes, oh, I'm going to be busy that day which was news to me. Uh, but Chris can come and help out. Of and course I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So that's cool. And so that morning I got up Saturday morning and went to go. And she goes, oh, you better pack an overnight bag. And I'm like, oh, why? She goes, cause you're not coming back. <laughs> and that was how we broke up. And so, so the I, overnight <laughs> bag is to go to her mum's place. Yeah. So I went over to her mum's place. Her, so her mum knew before you turned up? No, no. Mum so you were not. just like, Hey, uh, uh, yeah. she just so told I, me. I went in and I was like, started working and I said, uh, uh, can we stop and have a cup of tea? And she goes, bloody townies. So I'm like, no, I really need to talk to you. <laughs> I've got a bag in the car and I'm not going home and I don't know what's going up. And is it cool to stay in the spare room? And she's like, uh, okay. And so, yeah, so stayed there for a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. So did So then what happened? Did she get in touch with her daughter and say, hey, what's the deal? Or did you have to find out? Or I found out because I went uh, around. I assume Chris went full freaking. I, I lost the, the plot w- at yeah. one point, so I um, I can't believe I'm telling a story. No, it's great. So, Carry on. Anyway, um, don't stop. Keep so talking. I, I, I everything was at Ellen's place. I grabbed the computer, um, which she didn't use, and that was it. And I was staying at my place. She had everything. Everything I'd. You know, owned up yeah, until that yeah. point was there. And one day, um, Pam, her mum, yeah. um, said, oh, I love coffee. And I was like, I've got a, a cappuccino machine. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, um, frothy. Yeah, yeah, you know. the, the real yeah, deal. Yeah. And it's sitting at that place. And Ellen doesn't even drink coffee. Oh, wow. Well. So, so I still yeah. had a key, so I went around and grabbed it. And, of course, I did a bit of a nosy. Yeah. Oh, you totally. I'd be all over it. Yeah. <laughs> And I found evidence, which uh, led me to believe. Oh, and so that's, that's I was good. pretty gutted. Anyway, so um, Ellen came around one day, like um, on Saturday, um, and I I got up. I was in bed because I, I was working nights at, at a restaurant at that time. Yeah. And I got up and um, came out. Oh, that's right. I got up and came out, and she was around the house, and I was like, well, you didn't tell me you were going to come round so I could avoid you. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I went to the house and grabbed the cappuccino machine and then oh. found that stuff. And I came back and I was pretty angry. This is the first time she would have actually seen me angry because I don't get angry. I was yeah, yeah. angry. Um, and not physical at all. But just to put that in context, she'd got a black belt by then. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So... I confronted her, and her defense was, oh, no, I'd got the cafe coffee maker earlier. So her defense was, don't don't think I don't know who who took the coffee maker. And I'm like, you don't even drink coffee. What the f- And who what else would hell? take it? Like, and what, like what? what? Yeah, good deductions. Thank <laughs> oh, you for just your detective trying to work. De- deflect the, yeah, the, yeah. the thing. But, yeah, so I worked at this restaurant. Um, which I'd got that job because my business collapsed when the divorce happened because I lost total focus yeah. at an insurance business. So that collapsed and I just, I got a job 
as a bartender yeah. in a restaurant. And so one night, um, Ellen and her boyfriend, the dude. who I knew, yeah, um, of course, because it was a workmate, yeah, and he'd yes. made some comments that made sense later that didn't make sense at the time because he was just rubbing my face on it. Oh, what um, a cock. And he turns up and they're, because uh, it was Sahara tent and there was a tent there. Yeah. And they're all yeah. Did she know you worked there? And they, yeah, yeah. She rang oh. up Pam to make sure I was working that night before oh, she went. Oh, that's terrible. And they're all over themselves. Oh, of course they All were. over each other in the tent. Yeah. And I was not happy. Um, Can, yeah. And, and I really felt like hitting her. Now, to put that in context again, like I said, in a he was type such of- a weird, weed oh, yeah. that that wouldn't even be a thing. Um, yeah, but I, I, I didn't. I went and did something else instead. There we go. Um, <laughs> did not know that was happening on the podcast. And, yeah, no, uh, no, neither did I. Um, I've got to stop King drinking Fisher. that Kingfisher. <laughs> yeah, you've got another box. You can, uh, you'll be fine. Um, anyway, so that, it, yeah, so we never spoke again, basically. Um, she left... Um, she expected me to leave her mum's place and go down to um, your, uh, your Wellington. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah. Uh, she moved, because my family's down there, why would I go there? Exactly. Uh, so she moved down to Wellington, funny enough. Um, and basically, we never spoke again. Um, I, I did take her to counselling a couple of times, but that was before I found out about uh, this. And, and she did And that was probably a lost cause it. at that yeah, point, well, but yeah. she didn't own up, blah, she blah, blah. She didn't own up, blah, blah. So, yeah. so, how, so that's my sad story. So that's the one relationship I've had in my entire life. So there you good go. Good stuff. Um, uh, one, one serious relationship. Yeah, say that, one serious. But um, they're not still together, are they? Or are they? Don't I, doubt, I doubt it. Okay. I did, I did, I did come... Oh, this is going to sound so petty. You're going to love it. I did, I did come across her photo in um, LinkedIn. Um, so I, I caught up with one of my mates, and he's still mates with both of us. Yeah. And yeah, I saw a photo of her in because she lives in England. Yeah, um, and God, she looks old. I remember you. You've told that before, I think. Oh, okay. Well, you've told me that. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so if she's listening to this podcast. Thank you for an amazing story. <laughs> um, oh, actually, I'll tell you another one if you don't. If we've got time, I was going to talk about, about something about, deep and meaningful, about, but uh, we'll about the on. same thing. So. We did actually. I said we never spoke again. We did, and I forgot. We, um, when Carl, uh, it's about a year and a half after we split up. And this is Love Monster Carl? No, no, uh, different, different Carl. Different Carl. Okay. Carl Adams, he's a karate guy, older guy, uh, about 10 years older than me, maybe. Okay. Um, and he goes, Right, one of my students or ex students is going for their Nidan, second degree black belt. Yeah. Down in, um, uh, Wanganui okay. or Whanganui yeah. um, and uh, do you want to go down for the weekend we won't do much we'll just drink and um, party and see all the old guys and you know like you know, I'm like dude that's awesome that'd be great never occurred to me that Ellen would be there yeah right so um, I go down um, and we we go in we go in there early on the day and stuff and I'm sitting down talking to Carl, and then Ellen comes in. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, of course she's here," because we were running the karate club in Wellington. You know, we, you know, karate was how we met the whole thing, but it just hadn't occurred. And she was the second for the person. You know how you have a second, a sword fighter's second. Oh, okay. She was the person yeah. that helps the the person grading. So that's all right. So I thought, look, it's been a year or so. I, I've dealt with it. 
Yeah, basically, be good. I'll go over and say hello. So I go walking over to her, and it just just so happens as it as it sort of played out played out that I I started walking towards her. She had a back to me, and she was getting you know, bags and pads and stuff out of the bag uh, gym gym bag. Yeah, yeah. And I sort of said us, which is what you do in a dojo us. And she went us, turned around, saw it was me, and just walked off and uh. said a word. And I was like. That's just sad. That's just sad. So I go back, and um, it's Carl and just, you know, we're talking. We ended up fighting that day anyway. We did a bit of fighting at the end of the grading. And then um, that night, uh, the person who was grading happened to be staying at the same motel as us. Oh, right. So we all ended up in the same room. Um, Her, uh, Sarah was the person that was grading. Um, Carl, and then a few other random karate people I didn't really know. And... I started telling the story about Ellen's black belt grading. So this is what happened at Ellen's black belt grading. Um, this was obviously we we're still together. Yeah. And we were doing the grading and I was really nervous, <laughs> which was bizarre because I wasn't the one grading, but I think that was sort of why. Okay. And uh, one of the things that we did was um, we – so you've got a whole set of things. Black belt grading is about five hours long and there's a whole bunch of set moves and stuff that yep. you do at the beginning. You've got to prove this. and They really knack you physically. And then we had a self-defense module, and we played it out. We made it a little bit like a play. So I, I made out I was breaking into a house, oh, right. um, you know, and we a fight ensued. She took off her belt and used it to disarm the knife, I, rubber knife I was holding and yep. stuff like that. And at one point, I punch at her, and she ducks under it. And like I said, I was a bit nervous <laughs> And, and I feel really bad about this. I totally do. I always have. I knew she was ducking and I punched down <laughs> and I punched her oh. really hard in the head. So you connected with her? I connected pretty hard. Now, she's a tough girl. Like, I've got a lot of respect for Ellen. She was really good at karate and she, she's, you know, she's good at that. And she just gave me the dirtiest look and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't say I'm sorry because you don't. You just keep going, right? And so that's all right. And at the end, uh, the final move is she throws me and I land on the ground and she does the stomp. And the stomp is normally you stomp next to yeah, person yeah, to, yeah, to that. show that. She just looked at me, paused for a second, stomped and broke two of my ribs. So, yeah, um, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I, I deserve that. <laughs> I couldn't breathe very well for a couple yeah, of weeks, but you know, I deserve that. So I told this story, right? And, um, Sarah, this chick, Sarah, who obviously has been training with Ellen leading up to this grading, says, yeah. really? Is that what happened? I went, yeah, I'm, I, I really screwed up. And she goes, that's not how Ellen told it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what did she say? She said that you were just abusive all the time. You beat her in the privacy of your home sort of thing. Oh, wow. And that you punched her in front of everybody just to make a point. I was like, What? Um, so apparently that's what she was telling everyone. Everyone's perception, eh? What yeah, you perceive and, is your reality. That's the thing, though. It's like, um, Carl was like, dude, are you going to say anything about that? I'm like, anybody who knows me yeah. won't think that that's actually what happened. Like, because that's just totally not me. So and every, anybody who believes that, I don't really have any time for anyway. So Exactly. So I don't have to worry about that. Anyway, that's a long, uh, boring story. So sorry. No, about interesting, that. interesting. Filled in the podcast there with Chris's uh, previous life. <laughs> One of them. I have many previous you do, lives. It's scary. Yeah. 
So I've got a giveaway for our listeners. Yeah, that's you, Jeremy. Um, for our listeners. We have to wrap this up in a minute. <laughs> yeah, too, yeah, so I know. Um, so uh, I'm speaking at the content uh, Summit of Content Marketing. It's an online thing. Uh, the tickets are $200 US for 10 days of 10 speakers. I've got a free ticket to give away. Uh, all you need to do is uh, Facebook message us. Yeah, um, get hold of and, us. Yep. Um, and or you'll just jump on our Facebook page and say, um, I want that ticket, um, and I'm a big fan, and that'll be cool. I mean, that's it. Like, let's not make it too hard, right? Um, and I will get you a ticket to that. I've got a couple left. Um, to give away so um, very good a very deep and meaningful website uh, website podcast all around yeah uh, so Chris, apologies if I bored, bored no, you no no so Chris can uh, finish it off with his favourite segment <laughs> he's passed me the card which of these is a typical multi-tool the French Navy fork <laughs> I just think of the trident fork the Dutch Air Force I'm thinking a flying saucer with a Dutch, uh, the Swiss Army knife, which is cool, but the German Marines, <laughs> a German Marine spoon. <laughs> Every time. Every time. I don't know why. That's hilarious. German Marine spoon. Until I want a T-shirt with German Marine spoon on it. That would be awesome. Okay. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.